Grace, mercy, and peace to you from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Amen. Last week, Pastor Andrew began a short two-week sermon series based off of the readings from uh, 1 Corinthians, the one that happened last week and continues with the one this week. And last week, based on the reading from 1 Corinthians chapter 8, Pastor Andrew talked about how we should treat one another, how we should treat our fellow brothers and sisters in Christ. And this week, the passage from 1 Corinthians 9, Paul challenges us to not only think about how we treat one another, but how we treat those outside of the faith, how we treat those who are not in the church. In this passage that we just heard from 1 Corinthians 9, I kind of found it a little bit hard to hear. And in particular, what I found hard to hear is verse 19, where Paul says, For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all. And then later, he also says in verse 22, that I have become all things to all people. The reason that I found this passage a little hard for me to hear is because I am an American through and through. I love our country. I I am a freedom-loving, flag-flying, firework-shooting American. I love country music. I love apple pie. I love the 4th of July. And I I was raised to, to, to love and give thanks for all of the blessings that we get to have in this country, namely our freedom. And as I was growing up, uh, I often had many of my coaches and teachers and professors tell me that, that because of the freedoms that we get to enjoy in this country, that I get to choose whatever I want to do. I get to live the life that I want to, to live. I get to do whatever I want to do. But most importantly, I get to be myself. My authentic self. I often had that told to me growing up, that I get to be myself, my authentic self. And I also heard from a lot of uh, my friends and from much of the same people that I looked up to, teachers, coaches, professors, I often heard the phrase, You do you. Because when I do me, then I am being my most authentic self, and I'm living by my truth, no one else's. And so when I read this passage from 1 Corinthians 9, and see those words that Paul says, it's kind of hard for me to hear. Because Paul willingly surrenders his freedom He surrenders his own authenticity and becomes a servant to all for the sake of the gospel. And if you are anything like me, that is a little hard to hear. And now, I'm sure that that some of you probably have many of the same issues that I do with this passage. Because as Americans, this idea of giving up our freedom is inconceivable. Because we're raised to to give thanks for it, to to appreciate it, and even defend it at all costs. Because freedom is the most important right that is 
granted to us by our nation. And I'm also sure that many of you have heard the the very same things that I have. The very same things preached to me about the importance of being your authentic self. And honestly, it, it seems like in the last few years, this idea of being authentic, of striving to be your authentic self, has started to come into use a lot more than it previously has. I mean, just, just look on, on social media. You'll see popular influencers parading and, and showing off how authentic they are and challenging their viewers to, to be the same, to do the same. If you look at headlines in the news, you'll see uh, news outlets parading how authentic celebrities are. And even I saw a couple months ago, um, Elon Musk, he, he tweeted out on, on Twitter, now X, um, urging companies to be more authentic. This idea of authenticity has certainly become a trend in our society. And I'm sure many of you have heard the same things that I have. That you should be yourself, your authentic self. And don't listen to anyone else. Don't worry about their opinions. You do you. And I think that is why it, 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 it may be hard for us to hear these words from Paul in 1 Corinthians 9. That when he says, For though I am free from all, I have made myself a servant to all, and I have become all things to all people. Those phrases completely fly in the face of our modern American culture. And in a world that, that loves and demands authenticity, this passage, this passage from God's Word kind of makes it seem like God wants us to be fake. But is striving to be authentic a bad thing? No. I, I, don't, I don't think so. In fact, I think a lot of really good things have come out of that, of trying to, to be yourself. But I think the problem with that arises when it becomes wholly self-serving rather than living the life that God is calling us to live. And I think there's a really important distinction there between self-serving authenticity and being an authentic Christian. But it still makes me wonder when I read this passage, why would Paul willingly give all of this up? Why would Paul give up his freedom willingly? And why would he give up his authenticity? Well, first and, and, and foremost, I, Paul certainly knew about the freedom that he has in Christ, that he had indeed been set free. And in some of Paul's other letters, uh, in Galatians, for example, he writes, For freedom Christ has set me free. And then in Romans chapter 8, Paul also writes, For the law of the Spirit of life has set me free in Christ Jesus from the law of sin and death. So what exactly has Christ set Paul free from? From the enslavement of his own sin? from death, and from the power of the devil. Christ has liberated Paul from having to worry about his own salvation, of having to try to strive to become righteous on his own. And because of what Christ has done through his life, death, and resurrection, resurrection, Paul is indeed liberated. He gets to enjoy 
and that freedom that we all share in the gospel. He gets to enjoy the forgiveness of sins and life and salvation that comes through faith in Christ. And it is in that very freedom that Paul receives from Christ that he is willing to become a servant to all. To freely give up his freedom for the sake of the gospel. Because that is what Christ did for Paul. Jesus gave up his heavenly home and and came here to dwell with us. To dwell with us in this broken world. Christ became human to save humans. And Christ himself being totally free, he bound himself to the law to serve us and to win our salvation. God himself came to this world not to be served, but to serve. And Paul follows in that example. And in this passage from 1 Corinthians 9, he shows us just how far he is willing to go for the sake of the gospel. That he is willing to give up his own rights, his own habits, his own preferences, so that others, unbelievers, might hear of the gospel and so that some might be saved and together they can all share in its blessings. Paul, he became a Jew so that Jews would be saved. To those under the law, he became as one under the law so that those under the law might be saved. To those who are uh, free from the law, outside of the law, he became as one outside of the law so that those outside of the law might be saved. To those who were weak, he became weak so that the weak would be saved. He became all things to all people, so that by all means some might be saved and that he could share with all of them in the blessings of the gospel. You too get to enjoy that same freedom that Paul did. Because Christ came and died for you. And just as Paul was set free from the enslavement of sin, so are you. And we, as Americans, know, know full well that the price of freedom is, is not free. And for us, Christ paid, for that, paid that price in full, and it's given to us through faith. And so now you no longer have to worry about restoring your relationship to God, of trying to, 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 to fulfill the law on your own, because that has been done by Christ for you. He came here for you. He became you to save you. He bound himself to the law so that you would be set free. And if the Son sets you free, you are free indeed. And in faith and in your baptism, you have indeed been set free. And it is in that freedom that we, like Paul, are called to be servants to all. To freely give up our own habits, habits, preferences, and rights. To to give up our own self-serving authenticity for the sake of the gospel. 
so that we can go out and, and share it with others who are outside of the faith so that some might be saved. In, in our culture today, it might sound a bit fake to become all things to all people, but I don't think that's what Paul intends that to mean. I think what Paul is saying here is the importance of meeting people where they are. To learn about another person or, or people group. To immerse ourselves into their world for the sake of the gospel. Because this message that we have, this, this gospel that, that we possess as Christians, is far too important to keep to our own individual selves. It's meant to be shared. It's meant to be preached to all people. And in that way, I think we are being authentic. Because we're following in the footsteps of Paul. We're following in the footsteps of Christ. And I'll be honest, doing this sounds a bit uncomfortable. Because... Again, it, it, it goes against everything our culture preaches at us, that the most important thing that we can be is our authentic selves. And today, nothing seems to be more important than our own individual selves, our own individuality. And you've probably heard people say at times, like, I have my truth, you have your truth. And that's okay, because your truth might not be my truth, and don't Force yours on mine. You've probably heard people say something like that before. I have heard that before. Yet this passage from 1 Corinthians 9 doesn't allow us to leave it at that. That's not what Paul is telling us to do. That's not the example that Christ gave us. Because we are called to meet people where they are, whoever they are. Regardless of nation, tribe, or tongue, regardless of whether they're high class, low class, middle class, no class, regardless if it's people from afar or people near, all people, for the sake of the gospel, so that some might be saved. While I was, uh, while I was on Vicarage this past year, there's this one retired pastor in our congregation. His name was, uh, is Pastor Meyer. And Pastor Meyer, he, I think, exemplified this extremely well. He was a, uh, a missionary out in the Philippines, and he spent most of his ministry out there. And when I came to uh, Grace in, in Winterhaven, and I met Pastor Meyer, and he told me about what he, what he did in the Philippines, I, I could hardly even fathom it, especially because in the next few months, I am going to be taking my own call. I can imagine leaving this country, the blessings that we have in this country, and going out to a whole other culture, a whole other country, whole other people, uprooting everything. I couldn't fathom that. Yet he went there, his family and all. He went out to the Philippines and established both a church and a school there. And he faithfully served the Filipinos during his ministry. 
And even today, that church and school, it's still there. It's still carrying out God's mission. And Pastor Meyer, I think he's an example of what it looks like to become all things to all people. He met these people where they were. And in doing so, he got to share in the blessings of the gospel, in the salvation that comes from the gospel, in the grace of the gospel. He got to share in all of those blessings with them. And now, to do this, it doesn't have to be as crazy as an example of that, as picking up everything in your life and going out to another country and being a missionary. It doesn't have to, to, to be that, to be all things to all people. But perhaps it's something smaller. Like, if your friend or your neighbor happens to be a Chicago Cubs fan, and as a die-hard St. Louis Cardinals fan, you would never, ever consider rooting for the Cubs. Yet for the sake of the gospel, if for whatever reason that happens to be the way to open a door to share the gospel with a friend or a neighbor, maybe putting on that Cubs jersey wouldn't be so bad after all. Because even though that sounds like a, a silly example, if that opens the door to be able to share in those blessings with a friend or neighbor... I think we do it for the sake of the gospel. And sometimes we are called to sacrifice. But we do so in order to bring others into this family so that all of us together can share in the gospel and be one family of faith. And Martin Luther, in one of his most uh, famous works that he wrote, titled The Freedom of a Christian, he wrote that a Christian is a perfectly free Lord of all, subject to none. And a Christian is a perfectly dutiful servant of all, subject to all. And now while these two phrases are contradictory to one another, they are both true at the same time. And it describes the life that we live as Christians. Because through faith, Christ has indeed saved us. He has freed us from the enslavement of our own sin. And and through faith, we receive freedom in Christ. Salvation in Christ. And because of the freedom that we have in Him, we get to follow Jesus' example. We get to follow Paul's example and to serve and love our neighbor so that we can meet them where they are for the sake of the gospel so that some might be saved and, that, and so that we can all share in the blessings of the gospel as one body of Christ. Amen.